Big news, everyone. Today, finally, I answer the question that we've all been wondering. That age-old question, as old as time itself, the most important question known to mankind. Without a doubt, this is not hyperbole. Good, evil, black, white, up, down, science, religion, these are just the undercard to the real main event question. That question being, is it pronounced GIF or JIF? But first, here's an intro. Welcome to the Is Told by Reese podcast, where the best part of waking up is going back to sleep. I'm your host, Reese, and you're the audience, audience. And today we have a lot to talk about. Hopefully, we might actually only have a little bit to talk about, but I need to keep talking words to the intro because this is a pretty bomb intro music. And where can you get this intro music? Just look it up on YouTube. It's for free. The name of the song is serenity it's a lo-fi beat by producer ritterman hopefully i got that right but you can find his work on youtube and hopefully i credited him right but anyway i think we're gonna get the show started right about now so recently i gained a new power a power many have enjoyed it's called unearned confidence and why so? In a span of a week, I had to fix one thing, build two things, and replace one other thing. I had to put together two sets of furniture that were not IKEA-based. I repeat, not IKEA-based. Now, IKEA has the ability to make complicated furniture pieces not all that complicated by keeping it simple for stupid. And you can easily put together IKEA furniture. I purchased some furniture that was not from Ikea, but it looked like it could be from Ikea, so I said, this is going to be easy to put together. Unfortunately, there were a lot more parts and a lot more directions to the pieces of furniture that I put together than Kia, so it took me much, much longer and a much, much more involved ordeal than it would have been for Ikea. But before all the madness happened, I tried to get some things from Ikea. They weren't letting people in the stores, so I couldn't. They uh, weren't letting people pick up things, so I couldn't. And finally, their deliveries were so backed up that it probably would have taken me the same amount of time to find all the wood and metal pieces out in the wilderness and put the stuff together myself from actual scratch. I'm talking foundry, wood shop, etc., as it would have taken me to get delivery. So, I went with the alternatives, but the alternatives were definitely no easier than the IKEA. (laughs) So, after putting these things together, languishing because of the arduousness of the tasks and how much it took concentration, mind, body, and soul, I felt to myself, self, I think right now you are a handyman You're probably the handiest man to ever exist. You should probably take on some more uh, projects. 
And after having finished all those things in the span of a week and moving very heavy objects by myself, because when you put things together and you got to move them around, rearrange things, you're feeling yourself, as the great Beyonce once said. Well, after feeling myself, the very next day when I woke up, I was feeling my back, as in so much back pain from carrying all this workload, that that unearned confidence of mine decided to whoop, go right away. And now it is gone. And it was good while it lasted. It was good for the few seconds that I thought, you know what, I could actually do carpentry. I could be a construction worker. Yeah, maybe I could be, but... Mm, Probably not. <laughs> Most of me would say probably not. I'm not some sort of weak, I can't do anything, but I'm also not the I can do everything in this house and everywhere if I just give it a try. I can change a tire, I know my way around a drill, and I know where a circuit breaker is located. For things more complicated, I think it's best to leave it to the experts. And by the experts, I mean anyone but me, because I'm not an expert. But then I extrapolate that out. I'm... The man I imagine myself to be in my head is completely different than the man that I actually am. For example, I love nature. Ideally, I love nature in theory. I have this dream of having my own house with this big expanse of land, having my own stream, having my own animals on that stream, building the things for the wife and the kids, the swing, additions to the house, the shed teaching them things like hunting, fishing, archery, etc., etc. But then I realized I am a city boy, <laughs> born and raised, and I don't actually, I hate camping. I do not like camping. I like the wilderness, but in short spurts where bears won't decide, hey, it's time to eat human. And I've actually never been hunting. But in my mind, that's what I want. Uh lot of land with a modest sized house and kids and a wife and we live off the land we grow our own crops we raise animals or have a bunch of animals on the property like ducks and sheep and crap like that just because but still running water electricity obviously all the modern enhancements it's not going to be like living on the frontier it's going to be like living normal just with a lot of pets and animals and land and then I think to myself, are you really about that life? And in my heart of hearts, I don't know. But in my mind's heart, of course I am. It's like, oh man, can you imagine getting up, drinking some morning coffee, looking out your window, seeing your stream, taking your guitar out and the kids and everyone sits around. You light a fire for everyone to sit around. And you start strumming your guitar, and you guys talk and sing and enjoy each other, and all that is ideal and picturesque. And then I think, oh, what about the bugs and the mosquitoes and the possible animals? And I'm like, eh, well, then you go back inside and you stay there forever. Because I am not a fan of camping, and I'll tell you why. Because camping is scary. The end. See? <laughs> it wasn't a deep dive. It's scary and mad and convenient. I don't want to do anything. It's like, hey, maybe a bear might eat me. Maybe not. Now, I've stayed in cabins before. I've done glamour camping. I've kind of camped. I've been camp adjacent. But that whole me, a tent, and a sleeping bag? No, 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 no. I've done that twice 
and that was when I was a lot younger, and I would not do it again. No, I would not. Or I wouldn't, maybe if my kids want to do it someday, the kids that I don't have yet, I'll do it for them, but I definitely wouldn't do it for me. Daddy likes his bed, always. But you should have seen me. You should have seen me. For at least a week, I was handyman, and I started thinking about the other projects that, you know what, maybe they're not so impossible after all. Maybe I could actually get them done in this house or in this backyard. Never happened. Speaking of survival-adjacent things that I don't want to do, I have friends. I know, it's hard to believe. I have friends besides you who listen to me. And my friends never listen to me. And why do I know they never listen to me? Because... We're going on an all-day hike. That's right, an all-day hike. And all I have to ask myself is, how did we get here? How did we get here? Well, flashback a couple of weeks. Uh, Me and my friends, a group of us that we've been friends for uh, 10 years or so now. I don't even know at this point. We've been friends for quite some time. So, we before everything happened, we used to get together regularly. I would say fairly regularly. So, we're exchanging texts and stories or whatever, and I'm like, hey, you know what? It would be fun if we could all hang out. And then one friend was like, Friendsgiving! And then the other friend was like, how about we go on a hike? And then the other friend was like, yeah, a hike sounds like a good idea. And at that point, I realized, oh my god, my friends do not know me at all. You guys know nothing about me even though we've known each other for so long how could you try to subject me to a hike of all things it combines outside and danger and exercise and all the ways that i don't like and they decided to move forward with that anyway i'm like why guys why here's the thing there's four of us and out of four of us um, three of us are well two of us are really fit one of us is relatively fit And the last one is me, and I'm probably at least two of them combined, weight-wise. At least two. Nah, not uh, me? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. That just shows you the difference in fitness level. (laughs) And I wish I could be like, yeah, that's all muscle. It is not all muscle. Even though I'm getting down, I am still significantly up. So they are putting my life in danger by having me hike this much. And I'm like, I'm I'm trying to get information from them. I'm asking questions such as, what kind of hike will this be? How long is it going to take? Why do you guys hate me and everything that I stand for? And I get the feeling that this is going to be an all-day occasion until it actually turns night. Why? Because they're talking about bringing food. They're talking about resting places, other things, and... My black spider senses are tingling. Like, hmm, I don't know if this is going to be the thing to do here. I don't want to be anywhere on a trail at night. And I am not, again, about that life. You see, one of my friends in recent years has gotten really into being an outdoorsman. Doing the frontier thing. Doing the camping. The setting up the, the tent and the sleeping bag. And... Being out in the wilderness at night and overlooking the mountain terrain and all that things. Great. That is great for you. But here's the problem. He keeps trying to get the rest of us involved into these sort of shenanigans. And the problem is, 
I have one friend where she's like, yes, absolutely. Let's do anything and everything forever, always. So when they, them two get together, it's up to the other two of us to be like, ah, pause, wait, I don't know, that's such a thing. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I will just sit and adventure out because mm, I don't really want to. But with these fleeting moments and the fact that you never know when, whatever will be whatever, I've tried to become a bit more flexible in that, saying, you know what, let me go out there and meet you. Especially since meeting with people is a thing that's at a premium nowadays. And we know life is not a movie. At least we think life isn't a movie. So... I don't think there's anything that bad could happen. But if this was a movie, this would be a big no, a big fat no. This is would be where the audience tells you, no, don't do this. This is a bad idea. Freaky Jason's going to come kill you, et cetera, et cetera. And if this was a movie, my black ass would be out at the first sign of danger. Yeah, I'd make sure my friends come too. But I'd be like, hey, guys, in two seconds, I'm running. You better run with me. <laughs> you better run with me. And if something kills us, I'm going to be so mad at you that I told you so. So, I am going hiking. By the time you hear this, I will have been hiking. And hopefully I've survived. If not, this is the very last episode. Ha ha ha. That doesn't sound morbid at all. But you never know. Hopefully I'll create one more just before I go hiking. But I am not enthused about it. But I'm enthused about friendship, apparently, is what I've been told. What I've been forced to say. So, some way, somehow, I'm going on this hiking trip. Kicking and screaming. They bought food. They bought food and talked about doing it even if it rains and all this other stuff. And I'm like, next time, I gotta get friends that do things on the inside. And only on the inside. Because I'm not an outside person. And I just had to face that realization. I've been going back to the gym lately. Like the actual gym. And it's such a difference in the intensity and everything I can bring to my workout. I'm finally starting to feel healthier. Because I was trying to work out. I was trying to do the outside and at home workouts. And it just was not the same. It's not the same. I lose focus. I get bored, etc, etc. Just... When I go to the gym, I can just be really intense for short bursts for a certain amount of time that I can go. I know the gym, hey, I'm going to get in at this time, and I'm going to get out at this time. And while I'm in here, it's up to me to make the most of it. So that's what I try to do to make most of it. Now, I go as early as possible, and my gym has pretty decent, quote-unquote, safety precautions, but... You never know how safe those things really are. It's we're, it's a crapshoot. It's definitely a crapshoot still. But I try to be as safe as possible. I keep my distance. I wipe everything down before and after. And when the cute girls at the gym try to flirt with me, I mad ignore them. I don't even look their way. And I want them to stop ogling my hot body. Except I don't. But that first week back, I was so sore. And that tells me all the exercise I was doing before wasn't really exercise. I don't know what you call it, but I'm so much more sore now than what I do when I try to work out outside. That's not even the same. And for me and my body, 
I know that soreness is a lot of muscles being activated that were not being activated before. So I know I'm on the right track. Only problem is, <laughs> with the numbers the way they are and increasing by day by day, that the gym is probably going to close down for a while, any minute now. If I have my guests within the next two weeks, they're going to put the restrictions on my gym and say, hey, you can't go to this gym anymore, and that'll be it. That'll be it. But for a glorious couple of weeks, I felt like an athlete again, and all was right with the world. I don't know if it was right, but it was it was it was decent. It was decent. I felt decent. I felt stronger, much much stronger than I have in months, really. Because I realize now that before everything, I was significantly more active than I am now, which is weird because I wasn't very active before everything, but I was still significantly more active than I am now, and that is really getting to me with the lack of activity and I tried I tried to compensate for lack of activity with different activities it just don't hit the same so ipso facto I am glad I am actually back and doing things but it's only a matter of time and that's the sucky part about it it's only a matter of time I think one thing that would definitely help me is if the weather stayed some sort of consistent because with the weather changing as much as it has, it's activating and reactivating my allergies as soon as I get over my allergies. So I only feel good a couple days out the month so far. And my normal, my new normal is under the weather due to allergies now. So when I don't feel like I have allergies, I feel like Superman. But it's so very few and far between. It's so seldom. It's so sporadic. It's so sparingly that I don't feel like allergies are playing a part or something doesn't feel wrong that I don't know what feeling good feels like anymore. And with my increased workload and my increased weight and the fact that everything aches, ugh, I don't know when I'll feel great again, but... The second I do, I'm not going to take that for granted. Because at some point, there's only so many great feeling days we have in us, period. Uh, now, I'm not talking about mentally. I'm not talking about emotionally. I'm talking physically. Physically, there's only so many days you feel at your absolute best. And other times, you're feeling okay. You're feeling okay. But that's why restorative and health is such a big thing. But for me, I never stop trying to feel better. That's important for me to point out. It's I'm not just like, oh, I'm not going to feel good ever again. Be No, no. I, I go out my way to try to feel better. I Now I work out, but I was doing the stretching and flexing and kind of yoga for a while now. I've tried massages. I've actually tried chiropractors. And my body still only feels a certain amount of good at any point in time. Speaking of chiropractor, I get so jealous of seeing the chiropractors on TV and how great they are because the chiropractor I went to definitely made things hurt so much worse. I was walking fine when I came into the chiropractic office, chiropractic office, <laughs> chiropractic office, signed up. Half of the appointment was the massage by a massage therapist that felt amazing. And the other half was the chiropractic appointment. So 
did the usual things, breaking the bones and everything. And this is before I looked on YouTube and saw that the chiropractic movement was a big thing. And he broke my bones. He cracked my bones, cracked some of them, did certain things you see now that I can cross-reference it on the YouTube video, certain things you see. And then he put me on this machine that I guess separates your spine or whatever. And when I was put on that machine and my spine was separated, I aged like 30 years after I got off of it. I almost couldn't stand up straight. Like, I really was hunched over after that. Everything hurt so much worse in my back after that that I said, this cannot be chiropractic order. Chiropractic is a shrink. I'll never do this again. <laughs> So, uh, I, you know, stumble, almost crawl to the car in absolute pain and terror, saying, wow, I guess this is going to be my life, not from now on, but at some point from now on. When I get older, I might need a walker, or I might stop being, not being able to walk, because, newsflash, I've always had back issues. I've always, especially lower back issues. I've had lower back issues ever since I was a child. So, I feel like if I get older, if I if I live to be an old age, that that's one of those things that might happen to me. I might be a hunched over old dude. And I'm trying to find ways to kind of prepare for that or to kind of stave it off. Like, try to be as healthy as I can physically when I get to that point. <laughs> but right now, I'm like, oh, I'm not as healthy as I can physically right now. So I'm going to continue to try to find ways to get the most out of my body right now. Which hasn't been much, but eh, it's something. But after that session, I kind of swore off chiropractic medicine or practice, whatever you call it, from then on. But then I went to YouTube to kind of cross-reference, hey, is that what they do? And what I saw on the videos blew me away. I said, that's so much more and better than what I was provided that it's not even, it can't even be considered the same thing. I'm like, that's what I want. The only problem is there's not many places or up here. I don't know of any places that do what I see on the social media videos. I just don't. So I do wonder how would one get something that in depth, that curative that restorative when you just don't have it up here so now i'm just gonna sit and be jealous of all the people that get the top-notch chiropractic hands of gold miracle god doctors and while i just do my little stretches and have my little body aching all the times all right now that the undercard is over Here's the moment you've all been waiting for. This is the main event. Three simple letters. G, I, F. It's a computing word, so to speak. Is it a word? Or it is now. But how is it pronounced? Is it pronounced GIF or GIF? And why? Well, first, let's talk about its real name. The graphics interchange format. 
which is a lossless format for image files that support both animated and static images, also known as small animations in video footage, also known as a way to burn and amuse friends, family, and strangers on the interwebs, which is what I use it for. Most times, I don't even respond in words. If it's not a meme or a GIF, I don't reply at all. That's all my opinions. Actually, it's weird that I'm talking. It's funny because all I'm doing is talking memes and GIFs. I don't know how you can interpret it. Your brain must be special and different because this isn't actually spoken language. That would be weird if that's the case. Well, guess what? It is weird because that's the case. Not to brag, but I know a lot of smart and very talented people. Some very good and smart, talented people is what I know. And many of the smart and talented people I know pronounce this word, this phrase, as GIF. A lot of other many smart and talented people I know pronounce it as GIF. Okay, you caught me. I have a confession to make. Most people that I do know pronounce it GIF. I don't know too many people that pronounce it GIF, but doesn't make them not special, smart, or talented. I just want to be completely clear and honest with you in the interest of transparency because I don't want to sway your decision one way or the other. I'm just giving you the facts. And the fact is, it is graphics interchange format. G-I-F. Graphics. Guh. GIF. It is GIF. It is GIF in the word. Now, I don't know about you, but that's as open and shut as it can be. Or is it? That needs to sound a bit more questionable. Okay, one more time. Or is it? Okay, that sounded creepy. But the reason why I say or is it is a very, very, very critical and important detail. And this important critical piece of information is Steve Wilhite actually pronounces it as GIF. Who's Steve Wilhite, you're asking me? Who is this guy and why should we care that he's saying GIF wrong? Well, you should care because he's the one that created it. He is the creator of the graphics interchange format. Yes, he pronounces it like the peanut butter. That's probably not in existence anymore. It might be. I don't fact-check anything ever. Well, I'm lying. I fact-check some things, and some things I just make off the cuff. Just like real life. And the creator, least of all, gets to say what his thing that he created is called. So, with no further evidence required, Your Honor, I declare this case closed. Or is it? It's funny enough, after he put this controversy to bed, it just made created more controversy and disagreement on the internet. You had people calling the creator of this thing an idiot for calling it the way he called his own creation. Which, if I was a bit more deft at the English language or something, I would wax poetical about the destruction of postmodernism or whatever or how meta that is, but to tell someone who created something they're wrong about their own creation is mind-blowingly just arrogant to me. 
But then I remember, no, it's just human. It's superhuman to do that because that is what we do. The thing is, we don't use many things as they were created. We don't use nature as nature is intended. So why would we decide to listen to someone who created their own thing? It's art. It's anything. If you create it and it's out in the world, it's up to the world or the individuals inside the world to interpret it however they see fit. That's why we all have our own viewpoints of things. They may be similar, but no one else is exactly inside your own head. So no one else knows exactly to the most minute detail of what you feel about something. Because a lot of times you don't even know. If you want to look deeper, this argument might be some sort of referendum on humanity and their foibles and failures on either side of it. Maybe the creator tongue-in-cheek said, I'm going to name this GIF, even though it's graphical, just because. But the creator gave an official answer, and a lot of people said, no, I reject that answer. And even though you're the genius that created it, you're dumb. But how could I possibly be mad at that? I have a state-of-the-art computer in the palm of my hands called a cell phone. A cell phone can be used for a lot of things, but... Its original intention was to make phone calls on it. That is the least of what I do. The most of what I do is text, look up social media, and a whole lot of porn. So much porn. Porn all the time. Just kidding. But, 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 but don't look at my phone. Ever. So, my final verdict on this. Is it GIF? Is it GIF? The truth is... Dramatic pause. It doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Either way, it's something we all use to do stupid stuff on the internet. But I will say this. If I created something and called it that thing, and someone had the nerve to come up to me and tell me that I was wrong about that thing that I created, that very tangible thing that I created that everyone uses, we're going to have a problem. Don't tell me that I'm wrong about something that I made that you use. Even if I am. Which I'm not. Or I might be. It doesn't really matter. And some way, somehow, we've come to the end of yet another episode of the As Told by Reese podcast. So happy you went on this journey with me. And if you are too, you can leave a review. You can email at name of this podcast at gmail.com. Reach out. Uh, there is no social media for this just yet. Because, eh, you know what I'm going to do post clips of podcast episodes like I've done on my actual IG account and have nobody look at them. Nah, just like your favorite band or rapper or actor or TV show. I, I just want you to casually flip on me at two o'clock in the morning after smoking a fat one and eating a few Dorito chips. Be like, oh, what's this? 
you know what? I might as well stay on this. This seems pretty interesting. And I hope this episode was interesting to you. See how I brought it back? And I will always bring it back to you. Well, it's about four in the morning right now. And my gym opens up in a couple minutes. And some way, somehow, since I'm awake and I have momentum, I'm going to go there. And then after the gym, I'm going to go to sleep. So I can be fresh and ready to go for our next episode, which is going to be a big one because we're turning 21 and it will be an adult themed episode. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Only preview I'll ever give is what I'm saying right now. So this has been the After Midnight Gospel few episodes back i said that and i really like that i might bring that back somehow but anyway this time it's for real thanks for listening and i see you later